Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. My teaching is entitled Stop Over With Me, Part 1, and my text is taken from Luke 24, reading from verse 13 to 32, and I read, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs, and they talked together of all these things which had happened and it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned Jesus himself drew near and went with them but their eyes were holden that they should not know him yea and certain women also of our company made us astonished which were early at the sepulchre and when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures. So children of God, there was a discrepancy among the disciples about the resurrection of Jesus. But Pastor Sandra, it is not Easter. Why are you coming up with this? Why is this teaching? I'm glad you asked the question. Children of God need to have a revelation of their Savior and who their Savior is. Children of God need to know Jesus is the only one that can take us out of this darkness. We're currently going through a dark period and Jesus is the only one, children of God, that can take us out of this darkness, sickness, disease, and this pandemonium. Scientists don't know what is happening. The government don't know what is happening. Doctors don't know what is happening. But I know someone who knows what is happening. And I'm emphatic. I'm, I'm emphatic about it. I'm positive about it. I'm confident about it. That Jesus, his name is Jesus. Why? Because he bore our sickness he bore our diseases. He bore our failures. 
He bore, he took on us our hopelessness. He died so that we can live and have life to its fullest. That's why he repeated to the guys, he calls them, listen to what Jesus calls them in verse 25. He said unto them, and he was not meant to be rude to when he replied like this. He said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have said. Why don't, didn't you believe what the prophets is, had said before? And in verse 26, he said, Ought not Christ to have suffered these things? And to enter into his glory. See, children of God, if Jesus Christ, you know, have been teaching on the Christ. Yes, Christ, the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. If you notice, he did not say Jesus. He said, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter, in, into, um, enter into his glory? See, we have Bible evidence to prove. And I am the living proof that Jesus saves. I am the living proof that Jesus heals. I am the living proof that Jesus satisfies. I did not read it out of a book. I am living proof. Jesus will give everlasting peace and everlasting life and assurance and confidence to you if you accept him, if you invite him in your home as we proceed along with this teaching so we have to take the teaching back to its origin um, so apostle luke summarizes the points he lets us know on the things jesus discussed with his disciples before his crucifixion so my teaching was derived from verse 29 and i read but they constrain him saying Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. I recently ended a series of teachings in John chapter 15, how Jesus used the tree. He used the tree and its growth to validate growth on how he works with children of God and how he works with Papa God. Jesus said in John chapter 15, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And, and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If he, meaning you and I, abide in him, in me, and my words abide in you, he shall ask what he will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that he bear much fruit, so shall he be my disciples. Why did I go to John chapter 15, children of God, from verse 5 to 8? Because... Um, because of verse 19 he said but they constrain him saying abide with us for it is toward evening and the day is far spent and he went in to tarry with them they constrained him they constrained him and saying abide with us 
The word constraint is a Hebrew word called log, L-O-G. Log is a domestic barrel and pitcher that is used to measure and retain oil and water. Log means to deepen or hollow. So the Bible said the, the, the two men constrained him. Constraint and the word abide tugged at my heart. Why did the men constrain Jesus? Why did the men constrain Jesus? They need something. They were looking for something deep to comfort them. They were looking for something deep to satisfy them. After all, it was the worst murder they, that they had witnessed. It was the worst murder that ever recorded. But guess what? Jesus calls them um, when they ask him, so you're not here, where have you been? When, when Jesus said, wait, wait, what are you discussing? You know, and they ask him, have you been in Jerusalem? Where have you been? Haven't you heard of what happened? But Jesus called, said to them in verse, and Jesus didn't say this to be rude. No, he said to them in verse 25, then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Jesus was more concerned that he, these are the things I have to go through in order for me to enter into glory with you. Jesus said, I have to go through with it. So they needed Ampelos. If you are listening to the teaching, you would have known uh, or heard where um, abide, Ampelos, A-M-P-E-L-O-S, is the Greek word for abide. Ampelos is the coiling on and the support that twists around us from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. In the final line of verse 25, it reads, He went in to tarry with them. Their request for Jesus to stop over reflects the very reason for Jesus' endeavor to expound the scripture with the guys. This very reason for, was the very reason for Jesus to break protocol and minister to the guys outside his resurrection body. What a wonderful Jesus he is. He looked at their heart, he saw the need, and he ministered to them outside his resurrection body. He couldn't minister with his resurrection body because he was not ascended to Papa God as yet. You know, children of God, I feel so choked up. The measures that Jesus goes to minister to us, he ministers out of our hopelessness. And every time that we feel so hopeless, so inadequate, so insecure, he always provides a way to minister to us, to assure us. Jesus too was very eager to stop over with the guys. He pretended he was not stopping over just to see and to hear from them, just to see and hear their reactions. Jesus had something to give to the men that would blow their mind, their minds, children of God. Jesus has something to give to you. Jesus has something to give to me 
who have feelings for him. And that's why he gave it to them, because the, the guys had feelings for him. Jesus has something to give to children of God who invites him to stop over. Do you want him to stop over? Jesus has something to give to children of God who have feelings and who cares for him and are hurting and are concerned like the two men for him. Jesus had something that they did not know about to give to them. He wanted to know their response though. Jesus wanted to know how much of himself they needed from him. Question, how were their eyes going to open if they did not invite him in? Question, and what would have happened to them if they had allowed Jesus to walk on? Look at what happened to them after they invited Jesus to stop over with them. Look at what happened to them because they they invited Jesus to stop over with them. Jesus did a number of things with them. And so this is just an introduction to introduce you to my next teaching. So my next teaching, when you hear from me, when I check in again, I will come in with the teaching. I'm going to pray. And Holy Father, Righteous Father, we thank you for this wonderful privilege that you have afforded me to minister to your precious children, to minister the precious word of God to your children. No wonder the Bible said your words are a lamp unto my path and a light unto my way. Thank you for this introduction and for the ability to release the burden. It is not by might, the Bible said, or by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord of hosts. We see how our Savior broke protocol to minister to two children of God because they were disturbed and they were concerned on the treatments, on the way Jesus, our Savior, the sacrificial lamb, took our sins in his body, leading up to his crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection. They were concerned at his treatment. We see how he took the time to expound the scriptures to his to, to, to children of God. We see how time he took time to commune. We see how he took time to fellowship and break bread before them. Holy Father, I pray that as your children listen to this podcast that you will do to them to minister to their needs in the name of Jesus. The same way that you minister to these guys. Let your words travel to height. Let your words travel to depth where only you can travel. And as they ask you to stop over with them, blow their minds, Father God. Give them a divine revelation of your precious Son, our Savior and precious Lord Jesus. Let the revelation be a turning point and a point of no return to the past. Turn it into a deep relationship 
like the Hebrew log, like the Hebrew log, the domestic burial, and picture that is used to measure and retain oil and water. Let it be deepened and hollow as the Greek word for abide, ampelos, the coiling on and the support that twists around children of God from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Let your will be done and your purpose accomplished in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you the glory and we thank you so much um, in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Sandra, checking out. Until next time, God bless you.